Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Beer Ladies podcast. I'm Joanne and with me today is Lisa, Sarah and Bean and we're going to be talking about everything Thanksgiving. Um, so before we start, just a reminder that we're on YouTube if you prefer to watch or you can also download wherever you get your podcasts. We're also on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Beer Ladies Podcast and the Twitter Beer Ladies Pod. So like, subscribe, share. Um, so... Thanksgiving, it's not a it's not a big thing here in Ireland, I suppose. So I don't know a huge amount about it, except what I've seen in films and, and that kind of thing. So maybe one of you guys want to give us an idea, talk talk about it a, a bit. Lisa, do you want to start? I'll start out. And I, I, I am definitely not going to bring my, my full historian smackdown here. We're going to have a little <laughs> bit, little interlaced bits here and there. But we're going to be more casual today. But I'll, I'll talk first about American Thanksgiving. We'll throw it a bean to talk about Canadian Thanksgiving because they are a little bit different. Yeah. I've I've done both though, and I will say I am wearing a, a Roots sweatshirt tonight for for those who are watching. So I'm I figured I'd be sort of Canadian adjacent um, tonight. But uh, you know you, you'll hear the story about American Thanksgiving. Be you, you know people talk about the first Thanksgiving when the Pilgrims come and they're all very very sad, but then uh, because they're starving and they did not plan ahead. Like these are people who did not plan ahead. That part is sort of true. And then uh, the local Native Americans help them out with some food. Yay, everyone's happy. They all share a feast. That's the very, 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 very simplified version of what it's based on. It actually doesn't become a national holiday across the United States until 1942. It's sort of, uh, it's kind of a regional holiday. It moves around a bit before then. All kinds of strange things happen about it. But uh, we can get into it too. There is actually a very interesting little beer connection. But uh, a lot of... uh, I'll say a lot has been made of not very much in some ways, and then in other ways we sort of played down a lot. But uh, now today it is sort of, uh, as a friend of mine who lives in Kentucky likes to call it, food, fun, and fellowship. So I think that's a good way to sum it up. Although, uh, Joanne, as you were saying, if you've seen any American films, it's all very tropey of people having fights with their relatives yeah, yeah. or being in horrible travel situations. And those are all also very valid but I'll pause because I bet Canadian Thanksgiving is just (laughs) nicer in some ways right that's the stereotype that is the stereotype but you know that the more it's different the more it's the same and especially the more it's the same the more it's the same (laughs) so (laughs) there's nothing really different about the the you know 
shipping over to the new world displacing people settlement experiment that that's, right. you know there's the bummer doesn't part matter. No matter what yes <laughs> whatever side of the 49th parallel you happen yes. to be on there's like you know a tradition of a harvest time festival a coming together a, a definitely goodbye to the summer and a celebration of wintry flavors which has now become uh, maybe a little bit iconic in terms of the flavors yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and uh, I, I know, uh, I think, Sarah, you've got some interesting flavored beers. Maybe we'll do a quick yeah. round of what are you drinking? We've yeah, tried to I, f- I forgot to, to do that bit. <laughs> oh, oh, no. We'll get there. Yeah. I think, Joanne, why don't we start with you? You've got uh, a lovely looking beer. I have a local, local to me anyway, Dungarvan Brewing Company, uh, Copper oh, Coast Redhill. It's, I have had that one before. It's a, it's a nice one. And I like to try drink local stuff when I can. Absolutely. Mm. Let's see what well, I've got. I've, I've, I've saved some pumpkin beers. So I've got the trouble pumpkin. Yay. So we'll uh, say that goes. Yes, yeah, saved it up just for, for this episode. Uh, because I, I, do, I do think in, I'd say more in the United States than in Canada, but you certainly see pumpkin beer all the way up through Thanksgiving. I, I don't know if it's as much in, in Canada, but certainly in the US, your pumpkin beer goes on through Canada and then either there, or sorry, goes on through Thanksgiving and then either it's all completely sold out or it lingers for a lot longer than mm. you wanted to, depending on how the harvest went that year. Yeah. And you are a stronger woman than I. All our pumpkin <laughs> beer disappeared a while ago. I don't know where it went. And uh, I, I do but... love the trouble one. I love that, you know, they're local guys. They do it differently every year. So it's nice to it is oh, nice, yeah. support that, local. The trouble yeah. one is fantastic i wish i had some right now i don't unfortunately but what i do have is the hope red ipa which that is really good it is so good we picked this up a couple weeks ago a can or two and we just were like wow this is so good i have to get this one for tonight and yeah i think on the back of it i'm just reading it I like it when they tell you what to pair it with because I'm love not that. good at that. <laughs> it's like they want you to pair it with a wintry stew or a weekend cheese board. <laughs> and oh, I would definitely good. have this on a Thanksgiving, like, you know, when people put out cheese and crackers. Oh, yeah. Or like lame charcuterie board or whatever. And you nibble your way to the big event. I would have that during that moment. So. Absolutely. It's a lovely beer. What about you, Bean? Mm. Well, I... I have a, a couple of things. Uh, I have, a, I, so I'm, I'm taking it a little bit easy tonight, but I do have some, uh, some props. <laughs> I have some props. It's, it's like a makeup guru's uh, video when they show their empties, except you're with the cans. That's, that's exactly <laughs> it. So I have a couple of things that I would do exactly that that little run up to the actual meal and then Mm. with the actual meal. Um, And one thing I found that was really good was the backbeat Western herd wheat beer with pearl and sats hops. Oh, lovely. I want to try that one. So yeah, I liked that. I thought it was easy to pair with the whole everything until dessert Mm -hmm. and the same with i i happen to like the unsocial creatures dry hop saison for me that was that was something that i could feel myself uh being quite happy with from the appetizers through the main course Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, as I can well. see that the uh, the saison going well with some nice like the farmhouse flavors with the cheese and the crackers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that because I think that's the important thing about any Thanksgiving is you have to kind of pace yourself. You don't want to be hitting a double IPA or something like that first, you know, first yeah. thing, or you, you were in for a long, mm. long night or yeah. you know, long afternoon, depending, because I think so much of Thanksgiving too, depending on how you do it. And I, I've done it in a lot of different ways. I, I think the, my favorite way to, to do Thanksgiving when you're in the U S if you're near enough is to go to Canada for the weekend, because <laughs> you can get whatever food you want. No prep. It's, it's a wonderful thing. Don't have to deal with as much travel hassle, but that's, that's, has, that's been my hack when I've lived close enough to the border, but, uh, or gone to Disneyland and same thing. Although obviously then you want to tip well because other people are not having holidays. Yeah. So you have to, you know, think about that too. But, uh, you know, if, if you are doing the whole sort of big family get together thing, probably half the people are cooking and it's a very yeah. long, long day. Um, so obviously, you, you again, pace yourself. If you're starting in with something strong, you, you may not make it through. You may be that person, you know, fighting with an angry relative in the corner. And that, that it's yeah. not a good, it's not good form. Don't do that. You need to stay sober <laughs> to dinner, at least. <laughs> Absolutely. <Well>, sober-esque. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm definitely in the category of big family get together. Not every year, but um, that would definitely be my Thanksgiving and Christmases where half of the family, like the women folk are in the kitchen as it is. And everybody else is sitting on the couch, like listening to music or I don't know, talking about things that you don't really want. To. If you don't want to be in that room and talk about those things, you get out and like, no, I'm going to go wash dishes. I volunteer. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, yeah. There's some self-selection you have to do. Agree. Yeah. <laughs> what? So in Canada for Thanksgiving, what kind of, what do you do in Canada? You do the same thing, but a little bit earlier mm. on, like, uh, was it the 12th of October this year? October, yeah. Oh, it's a different day Quite and a everything. Bit earlier. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. think it's because the harvest comes earlier up there. Oh, that makes that's, sense. I wondered that's why. That's my yeah. conjecture, whether it's substantiated or not. <laughs> I couldn't say. And is it celebrating the same thing? kind of or is it it's celebrating the same thing it's a harvest turkey uh you know cranberries shaped like a can a la yeah, yeah. World type of family <laughs> gathering hey, let's not oh. knock the canned cranberries they give you the lines you know exactly where to cut <laughs> it's really good actually <laughs> I love it. I was thinking about it earlier and explaining this going, damn it, I really want some cranberries right now. Classic ocean spray. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So Canadian Thanksgiving is just a bit earlier. And I think it's not quite as huge of a deal as it is south of the border. Yeah, I think it would be a big deal there. It's a little more low key, like more things were still open, whereas like in the US, everything closes by mm-hmm. like 5 p.m. or so. It's a mad dash of people running to supermarkets and things like that. And I've, I've certainly been in Canada for for Canadian Thanksgiving um, because I think there is another similarity where you have a lot of kind of um, fun runs, um, turkey trots, you know, that, that kind of thing. And that I've loved going up to Canada to do because you still have good weather in British Columbia that if you're lucky that that time of year. And so it's uh you know, you can still get out and run and uh, then feel like you can go and have a big meal. And that's, that's very nice. I've always enjoyed that. But so I, I guess the U.S. almost does, uh, does the, the turkey trot the next day, really uh, often. On, you have on to the walk night. it off. Yeah. You have to yeah. walk it off. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
but it's yeah i felt like it was maybe a little bit less uh commercialized but again it may be just smaller population it's not quite as all-encompassing perhaps you know i've heard here from my irish friends that they they think that they're uh I guess what they think about American Thanksgiving is that it's a bigger deal than Christmas. And I've never thought that. I was just going to ask never... that actually. Yeah. I, I, do you think that it's bigger for us than Christmas? That's... Cause I, I don't think so. It's a bigger travel holiday, which is, which yeah. is interesting because you have less time and that's maybe that's what makes it worse and more, more sort of stressful. Cause you have to get wherever you're going and back in, you know, yeah. basically a, a short a amount weekend. of time. It's yeah, like four four days. People usually get yeah. Wednesday to Sunday off, and that's about it. Yeah, and it's it's horrendous. If if there's weather anywhere, it just makes everything a nightmare. And uh, I, I, you know, certainly when I when I lived in New York and uh, my husband's family were in Philly, Philly, uh, you know, where you take the train, that sounds really straightforward. But no, if if you're going the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, it is an absolute just disaster. And uh, even though you're going, you know on a really straightforward trip, a relatively short distance, but it's, it's terrible. If you're flying, you know, it, it's even worse. And uh, I, I cannot imagine that people are traveling this year, but they seem to be. So that is a whole other thing. We'll just put to one side and pretend isn't happening because I can't process put a pin that, in that one, that that's happening. Well, that's, that's nuts to me. I, but. I think there's less of a buildup for Thanksgiving. It's there's a much bigger buildup for Christmas. Like here, I, I refuse to do anything Christmas oriented until the day after Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving mm. day. Like that's when I'll put my Christmas movies on walking in my neighborhood right now. Actually, somebody had their Christmas lights up before Halloween. And oh. I'm just, I'm chalking that one up to 2020. Yeah. Right. We, we, we had ours open March, April for a while. So yeah. I, I guess I would leave, I would leave my Christmas decorations up longer than people would hear, but that's because I wait longer to put them up. But no, I don't think Thanksgiving's a bigger holiday. I think it's a little different. The the focus is different. So it's a bigger food holiday because I feel like uh, I feel like Christmas, although it is sort of foodie, is not as big a food holiday as it is in Europe, at least in my experience. So I, I wonder if that's part of the difference too. Although I, I do like that uh, again because the the sort of your options for your Thanksgiving food are so kind of. Um, you know, traditional and prescribed that you, you kind of do that again in some ways for, for Christmas, which is a little weird. And so my husband's family does a really cool thing where they pick for the same thing they already did for Thanksgiving. So I, I think that's a really neat tradition. I love that they do that. And sometimes it's really off the wall and is bizarre. And other times it's great and it's, it's fantastic. But I love that it's a little more creative and not just you had turkey three and a half weeks ago and you're doing it again. So it's uh, yes, four weeks ago, but it's uh, it's nice to mix it up a little. Um, and I will say that's my big complaint. This is why I'm a bad American. I don't like Thanksgiving food. I don't like any of it. So my memories of Thanksgiving as a child are sitting with a bread roll and being sad because I don't like turkey. I don't like stuffing. I don't like any of those sort of traditional things. And obviously as an adult, you can go make your own food and that's okay. But like, when I was a little kid being like, I don't like any of it. Everyone's mean. So I have this weird <laughs> hangover, if you like. But uh, but again, that's why we've made our own traditions. So That's the thing, isn't it? And now I can have beer. So that's mm. good. <laughs> so so how do you guys find it then being away for Thanksgiving? Is it um, like, do you guys do you guys still celebrate it here or do you kind of? just wait till Christmas kind of thing or 
we still celebrate it. My husband, he's Irish, um, but he loves Thanksgiving. Probably, it's not even a probably. He likes it because he can watch football. <laughs> he likes NFL. Um, so he looks forward to that. He likes the food a lot. I think he's secretly an American in heart. So <laughs> we do celebrate it. Although, like, I think this will be my seventh, at least my seventh Thanksgiving abroad. Um, it's interesting when you have to celebrate it yourself without your family. Like when you're a kid, it's your parents always do all the cooking. And then when you start to become an adult and you have to do that, and then you're like calling your mom or emailing for like the recipe for green bean casserole. And then you're like, (laughs) I can't find the ingredients here. I don't know what I'm doing. And it's realize how hard it all is to like, a lot of work. It's a really hard. And then in Europe, in Europe, like with our tiny ass kitchens, (laughs) you're just like, you know, I'm not gonna like, I tried like the first year of our marriage, I wanted to make it really special. And I went all out. But now I'm just like, nope, let's just pick a couple dishes that I can, like, I'm not going to get too stressed about this. I'm going to do what I can in advance. I only have one tiny oven and it's not that awesome. So we're just going to minimize it. And it's just going to be exactly what we want. We're two people. We can't eat as Mm. much as a family of like, however, like if 15 people came over. So it's, it's different, but I still throw on the Macy's Day Parade. Is that even going on this year? They are doing it this year, although, you know, socially distanced and, and so on. And that's, that is something I look forward to. But that's because I'm a Broadway nerd and I always want to see when the shows perform something. But yeah. The Macy's Day Parade was always, I always put that on. And then you follow that up with some station would always have Miracle on 34th Street. And then I would watch White Christmas. And at that point, you're like eating your meal and you're kind of drunk. And I don't know, you fall asleep for your nap. So <laughs> we kind of do the it, same it thing It is here. what eases you into the Christmas film season, though. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I could kind of go on and on about being home or being away or maybe sitting this one out for this year. And, how I feel. you know, people have... I've sat out a Christmas or a a Thanksgiving before and people will sit one out again. But this year, at least, like everybody will at least have understood that there's a a valid reason if you have to miss a Christmas or miss a Thanksgiving. Yeah. If you have to Cinderella out of a gathering earlier, you know, Batman and high hands, it might feel alone and bad but it's just the one or I was gonna say like in the news lately they're talking about how you know Irish they always make it a big deal on television here on RTE like Irish people coming back to Ireland to see their family for Christmas and how maybe that's not gonna be possible for a lot of people this year and I think maybe it might for some help them understand or empathize with the I don't want to say plight because I live in a privileged position to be able to live abroad. We all chose to be. But yeah, it is like now maybe you understand how much it kind of does suck to not see your family. And I haven't spent Christmas with my, my, excuse me, with my family in a while. And it's no different really for us, but I I do feel sorry for people, but I don't know. We just, you just got to tough it out. Yeah. And don't overthink it it. because if I could go back and, yeah, and say like kind and friendly words to my younger self. I would just be like, "Don't overthink it. Just be kind to yourself." It's oh, totally. Yeah. Like, 
let yourself off the yeah, because it is really high stress for some people. Yeah, it can be. And, and again, even if you're, whether it's because you are seeing family or not seeing family, like both can really be a, a big stress driver. Yeah. And it's, uh, it can be a lot, not just the cooking, but there's all this other just sort of planning that that can go into it. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know. We haven't really decided what we're going to do this year. I mean, I think we we have always sort of shied away from the sort of, oh, let's meet up with other random Americans and do a thing. So we're like, eh, not, not our... Mm, our I, it's not my thing either. It's, yeah. It's, it's a special holiday and that is, again, stress I don't really want. And I kind of yeah. just want to chill out and be able to call my parents later and talk to them. And Yeah, exactly. Well, we'll just, uh, you know, I mean, I haven't taken the day off work or anything. So we'll just you know, do a normal thing. And we'll probably zoom the family. And that'll be, you know, that'll be that. And, and that's kind of what we did even when living in, in the US, but across the country, because it's just not practical to fly from one end to the other with two kids and back in, you know, a weekend, effectively, it's just not, it's not worth the effort. It's better to just say hi to everyone on the phone. And you know, uh, I'll have some lovely food somewhere and then just catch up later because it's, uh, yeah, traveling at that time of year, no matter what is, like I said, stressful. When you're doing it with kids, it's even worse because there's just, you know, you're upping the degree of difficulty. Yeah. And, and this year is that stress. the year to let yourself off the hook. If there ever was a year. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> do not stay home. This is yeah, definitely. Home. I think we're feeling very much like that about Christmas as well. That just, yeah. you know, don't stress about it. We had all these plans of what we were supposed to do, but you know, that's not going to happen. It's still so hard though. Why yeah. Christmas, just the two of us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, but like that we can, you know, I'm not that far from my family. I can pop up for the, for a day or whatever and see them another time. So yeah. it's not a yeah. huge, huge deal. You know, um, Lisa, how you're talking yeah. about the childhood experience of the food yeah. and the prep and the tastes and the, yeah I I don't know if it's time for this in the in the <laughs> proceedings of things but I remember as a child the prep being all day turkey oh, yeah. taking hours and now yeah. I can actually I'm I'm happy I can kind of handle myself in the kitchen and it I've learned to spatchcock a turkey instead of stuffing <laughs> it and accidentally not having thought it enough and like now I'm actually quite happy to make the family meal um, but yeah I remember it being a whole process um, I, I can't do that but <laughs> yeah and, and again I think kind of like you were saying Sarah is very gendered at least when I was growing up it's like the women would all go one way and the men would go another way and then, and this is probably more of a sort of 70s thing, I feel like everyone would take breaks to smoke, and then it would all kind of <laughs> go back and forth. And I, I don't know if that still happens. I mean, I've not been to one of those big family gatherings in, gosh, probably 15 or more years. But I know it'd have to be more than that. Not since I've had kids. I was just like, I'm not taking everyone traveling everywhere. It's too much work. But uh, but it, it was always, you know, the women would do the whole day working and kind of taking turns, and the men would be watching football. And I can't cook and was never hanging out kind of with the women so I'd be like hanging out with the man doing the football and I don't even watch football but that was kind of this weird thing where they would kind of let me hang out but I wasn't quite welcome at the same time and I think that's very different now like I've never experienced you know people my age but with my family it was always kind of this very strange um I don't know, hangover from something it, uh, it was just very you know clearly cut you do this or that and 
will let you kind of be here in the middle, but you don't quite belong. So I think yeah. that was the other thing that yeah, I Yeah, I'd say for me too, it was with. that generation. Yeah. And I really liked being with, you know, my yeah. aunt and and having that it's yeah. very crowded. I, I have to say I enjoyed being in the kitchen because it meant I could snack the whole day. And I, I don't know, I did all the fun tasks. Snacking is good. Um, but it was Snacking also because yeah. we had small kitchens, so you really couldn't fit that many people. It's like, if you don't have a purpose, get out. <laughs> like, just go sit somewhere else. And oh, that's funny. Yeah. We would, like, I would go in and out and, um, you know, talk with the men and stuff. But it was definitely a women folk, men folk. And I never thought anything of it. Yeah. And it actually, like, in my family, it doesn't bother me because my family isn't, I don't know they're not right they're not trying to assholes they're not saying anything about it it's just the way things are and like if I had if my I'm sorry but I can't trust my dad or like my uncles to cook an entire Thanksgiving dinner it's not gonna happen (laughs) I want my grandmother's cooking so funny um it's funny although I will say I had a revelation with uh when having a, a Thanksgiving like with friends and one friend's mother had come in again from Kentucky, different from, from Kentucky, but, and her mom turned up and, you know, was helping out with the cookie, but everyone participated. It was lovely and, you know, nice, but her mother made this amazing like baked mac and cheese, like very Southern kind of soul food mac and cheese. And I had never seen that at a, th- at a Thanksgiving. Cause it's like the variations are so regional that you don't, you know, unless you sort of have them, you're like, what? So I was like, a whole new world is open for me. I didn't know this was even a thing. I, I didn't have to starve this whole time. I could have had amazing <laughs> mac and cheese. Oh my God. So it's, it's interesting too, that again, there are these really interesting regional variations, but unless you, you kind of yeah. grow up with them, you don't see them. Yeah. There's definitely stuff in the South that you wouldn't see. So I'm, I'm from Nashville uh, but my mom's side of the family, she's from Minnesota. And so I spent more Christmases up there, like Thanksgiving in Nashville and Christmas yeah. in Minnesota. So you would get like the Midwestern food for Christmas. But like, it's basically the same thing as Thanksgiving. So it counts for both. But like, they had one dish that would be passed around and I ate it. And as a kid, I never thought anything weird about it until like years went by and I grew up and I like traveled. And then I came back and I was like, this is weird. I ate this you make this and it's like I'm trying it's like it's it's called green salad I think it's called green salad is I'm trying to think like if there's a seven up for salad, it, but like a like, jelly mold yeah is it a seven up it's it, I can't actually remember what's inside of it I think there's like fruit pieces like is it a jello salad a jiggle. I think and that's her it's kind of and there's marshmallows on top Yes, yes. No, I love salad. salad like, there's nothing remotely <laughs> salad-like yes. about this. And why is this green salad with marshmallows sitting next to my honey baked ham? Why? Why is this going together? I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. Can we get a beer? No, no. Can we get a beer pairing for green salad? <laughs> oh my god. And there's a bunch of, like you said, these weird Midwestern things that don't happen other places but oh yeah what I, would you I pair with them the, I mean... uh, rascals yankee <laughs> oh, white oh ipa <laughs> oh good idea IPA meets good idea i was gonna say i could see that because yeah, you need something that's got a little bit of you know something to it a little bit of bitterness to kind of offset that because they seem to be like those marshmallows I, yeah hmm. i was gonna say this is like a genius idea for a well, rascals brewery. does it Guys, with pizza hit me oh. up. And actually brickyard uh had a dot brew hazy ipa with um it was 
kind of amazing with truffle parm chips. It was almost like um, oh. poutine-esque. Man, that was a good thing. <laughs> poutine. I don't, is, yes, is there I've I had it at know. an airfield really? trust uh, kind of food festival day. There was a truck, and I don't remember what it was called, but there is a poutine truck, yeah. like a food truck here. But did yes. they have cheese curds? Oh, how funny. Yes, they ordered them from like, somewhere especially. Really? Oh, Ooh. wow. That sounds amazing. Is there a Canadian bar anywhere in Dublin? Because I feel like almost every other city somewhere has a Canadian bar, mm. but where there's hockey on. And um, just... The best place that I uh, think of. I've not across one. The Woolshed, yeah. but that's a Brazilian bar, yeah. but they're also a sports bar, so you would watch hockey that's there. That's where I would have spent like oh, a, okay. you know, a single Canada Day celebration was at the Woolshed. <laughs> Some <laughs> random yeah. New Zealanders. The Woolshed also had, or, yeah. Right. <laughs> they, they also would have had a Thanksgiving Day, so. Right. Yeah. Obviously, none of that's happening this year. We're in law. we we wish the United States could also be in lockdown because, guys, it's going to be a bad December if you're all off doing your thing. So stay home. But anyway, a couple of people from stay home. Um, this may not be related. People from Georgia Tech made an app for that that sort of divides the case numbers by the population and gives you a percent, sort of like a weather map forecast for if you're planning to visit a oh. a, a county or oh, a gosh. township or a state somewhere at least the map is for the states that they're working on and um i'll try and find yeah. it and link it of course in your particular group of people some people may be partying and some people may be all staying home so you couldn't sure necessarily use it but just to give you an idea yeah yeah broad numbers absolutely Oh, gosh. Yeah. Are there other foods that are, are sort of unique to, to Thanksgiving in Canada beyond the, these ones or that are maybe regional? I, I'd be curious well, about that. Um, so for for me, my um, my life partner's uh, family turkey was the maple brined bird. So, um, oh, OK, it, it would have been like a no stuffing maple syrup plus salt plus water. And hmm. leave that in the bath overnight. Oh, Not like the bathtub, but you know, in the brine, <laughs> in the fridge. <laughs> um, my family uh, basted the stuffed bird with its juices. So with the classic, um, the you know, the turkey baster with a bulb, and you turn yeah. the bird around in the oh, oven, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the the breadcrumbs, onion, celery, sage, pork sausage stuffing it took hours. And so right. now, of course, I refer you back to your your own dear serious eats for all of your spatchcocking turkey <laughs> needs, which is just yes. much faster and much more even. Ah, it's just, yeah, it's just better. So <laughs> right. now, my my firm tradition is, um, yeah, either butter basted a la sola or um, maybe even the the crispy skin like you can get the turkey skin or the chicken skin a little bit crispy oh, yeah. if you put just a dusting of baking soda or, or bread soda or sodium bicarbonate yeah, yeah. Um, and a little bit of salt just to draw out the moisture and then after that you can baste with like yeah. butter yeah. olive oil its own juices get it all all nice and, mm. and crispy so yeah, yeah um, really good. the obviously the the 
um, the child's uh, dream come true, the piece of resistance is the um, yams with the marshmallows toasted oh. in the oven on top. <laughs> so the mashed, mashed sweet potatoes. Uh, recognized ingredients that are sort of shot through the whole holiday but they appear everywhere yep. and you don't think about yep. it on your so. hot chocolate on your yes <laughs> yeah we, we just got some marshmallows delivered delivered from tesco this morning and my smaller kid is all you know all there and my older one who has you know had american marshmallows is like this ah. is garbage i'm like well it's just different <laughs> But uh, I'm like, I don't know, we're not going to go out and buy like expensive, like Whole Foods, you know, marshmallows, you know, it's, I feel kind of like the cheaper is better, but yeah, I don't know. One time I made marshmallows, that was actually pretty good. Yeah, I did too, yeah. Tried it once. Mm. Yeah, I've tried to, I've tried to do it, uh, not marshmallows like that, but I did a marshmallow frosting. It was, Mm. oh gosh, I'm blanking on her name. She... Uh, she is her name goes along with kenji j lopez's a lot um she does the oh she wrote brave tart Mm. the book is called brave tart and then there was like a marshmallow frosting Um, uh recipe that i had tried one time Um, (laughs) yeah that's the only time i've ever tried to make anything remotely marshmallow-esque but i didn't have a thermometer so i don't know what i was thinking oh yeah like a candy thermometer Oh, Stella well Parks, done. Brave <laughs> wow, that looks good. Oh, I could go mm. with like homemade Oreos. That sounds amazing. Oh, uh, I think it's the cover I, of the book. It's beautiful. I guess I don't it know is. how this is related to Thanksgiving other than it's like iconic it American it's desserts, but it's really good. You just have to commit to the recipes because um, <laughs> they are very involved. And I it's kind of like when you watch um, Claire Saffitz on Bon Appetit when she tries to make the gourmet version of anything. Oh, yes. And you're just like, yeah. you know, I think I'll just buy the Cheetos. You're good. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh, that's amazing. I know. I guess that question for, for Joanne, I feel like, you know, they, you know, at least he, here in Ireland, I feel like we go like, like kind of like you were saying, Sarah, you know, Halloween and then people have the Christmas tree up potentially. Do you think there's has it always been like that or does it seem like it's one of those things that's you know faster every year or has there traditionally been something in between in terms of just giving it a little more time there's no no there wouldn't really be anything in between halloween and christmas no and it does go faster every every year yeah it it, start, it starts sooner every year especially this year i think but um it like traditionally it'd be kind of beginning of december right. people put up christmas trees but now people put, uh, now it's kind of as soon as halloween is over yeah well i know black kind of friday and... intrudes as well which is very yeah 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 yeah. yeah that is funny yeah i have to say the one nice okay one nice thing i don't want to say but from 2020 is the fact that because of this virus how many like target and walmart they've all said months ago we're not opening on black friday and you're like, yeah, thank yeah. you. You should never have been yes. open in the first place. Yes, exactly. It's like, no, give people the day off, please. Yeah. Because yeah. wait, Black Friday is the yeah. day after Thanksgiving. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And people will, st- well, people will stay up all night or they will go to bed and they'll wake up and they'll be out- outside at like 11 midnight. I have a friend who did th- does that, I guess, with her mom and her aunts. And I've never once in my entire life gone black friday shopping and i'm very proud of that fact i have no desire to step no, foot in a store no, no that way. day no even like does it start to tear no, now and, oh once. madness yeah i don't find online like and, I, and i've done you know when i when i worked at amazon it was sort of a nightmare like yes you had to be on call in case something terrible went wrong but luckily even in the teams i worked for it it was fine. Um, it's actually worse on Prime Day where much more can go wrong. But, uh, oh, yeah, I mean, no one needs that extra, le- you know, level of stress. And, like, when you see people, like, actually fighting over things that aren't actually that discounted where you're, like, it was the five dollars worth it? Like, things where it's this such a completely manufactured event. There is something kind of just interesting from, like, a sociological point of view around it about it where you're, like, this is the thing that happens. People do this. Why? But it's, yeah. uh, I don't, I don't even yeah. think any of the deals are that good. No, none of them are that good. And if, if I really wanted something, I would buy it when I want it. Like right. I'm not going to wait for a day to do it. Yeah. And I think kind of like you're saying another, another kind of good thing of this whole is people are local and, you know, buying from uh, from local shops and local producers and trying to keep the money in in the community. And uh, I, I think the number of places, um, and especially like the beer community here in Ireland has been amazing in terms of like getting online, getting out there, delivering, like they've really come together. But, you know, there's so much out there, whether it's, you know, like like Sarah, like knitting and things like that. You know, there's so much, you know, even just kids' toys that you would normally, you know, buy from Amazon, you can get them from some other place locally. It's just nice it's gotten a lot easier to support local businesses because before before you might have been like uh i can just get it from amazon it'll take you know two days and fine but now you're like maybe i'll have an extra day but it'll be from someone local and all good 
So is that a good time to take a beer break? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. That is cool. Okay, so we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Hillary, and you're listening to the Beer Ladies Podcast. Okay, so we're back, guys. Um, so let's find out what everybody got on their beer break. Lisa, what have you got there? So uh, sticking a little bit on theme, but away from pumpkin, I've gone for the Trouble Brewing Dark Arts. It's a porter. Ooh. I love a porter any time of year, but I feel like especially when it's sort of autumnal and crisp outside, mm. it, it's really hard to beat a, just a, a lovely porter. And this one, I, I, I really, really love, again, going, go, going for some local guys. But I think uh, the other thing is I, I love that, you know, this porter is 4.4%. The equivalent in the U.S., uh, thinking about a Thanksgiving pairing would probably be Six and a half percent, maybe like six point eight okay. something in that uh, ballpark. So you're, you know, it's not going to be as sessionable. But I think so much flavor for uh, for the four point four. Just love all their stuff. Thanks, guys. The trouble yeah. you're you're bringing it. I like that four. Sure, it's a good one. What about you, Bean? Right on the back nine. I've decided to <laughs> chance a Valley <laughs> Kill Cabin tiramisu dessert stout, and they're doing a Cansey's. Uh, pardon me. A Clancy's Cans <laughs> series, sort of to honor a family that's been working on the farm for five generations. So this one is with uh, Creed Coffee Roasters. Um, so a little bit of a collab. And I like that they don't spray their field. That's terribly exciting. I, <laughs> I appreciate that about them. Absolutely. So. I love all their stuff. And I think they're doing a walnut whip one as their next Clancy coming oh, out wow. around, around Christmas. Mm. So hopefully that'll be, that sounds like a, a lovely dessert beer. So fingers crossed. That might be that. a way to get my mom onto beer. Mm-hmm. She loves the walnut whip. <laughs> yes. How about you, Sarah? I picked up the Brewdog. <clears throat> it's the Brewdog Nitro Jet Black Heart Vanilla Oatmeal Milk Stout. Ooh. I just poured earlier on camera nice. for anybody who's watching it was oh. a beautiful pour oh but... lovely look at that yes, <laughs> yes. very yes. nice for anyone who's just listening this lovely head on it you know it, mm. it, it was beautifully done yeah it's six percent and I'm excited about this I just saw it in the shop this afternoon and I just thought vanilla oatmeal milk stout that sounds like something that would I don't know if it would pa- I don't know I'm not gonna have food pairings with beer but I think it would go really nicely with a slice of pumpkin pie maybe mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah we're on dessert now. what about you um joanne so i have um kindergar booking and spade their session rye oh, ipa so i'm kind of i'm working tomorrow so i'm going for low yeah, ABV yeah. things this is yeah. yeah so this is what was it it's 4.4 i think i thought 4.2 even yeah oh yeah i so, love it yeah all their stuff is so tasty yeah no i, I love kindergar they're really good really really good oh yeah 7.8 <laughs> wow <laughs> but if it's, if it's a dessert beer it's a dessert start beer, with so. the bang yeah there you go and and i will say uh, again shout out to all of our all of our irish brewers because there are a lot of really good double ipas or or stronger stouts mm. out at the moment that normally i'm i'm not the biggest fan of some of the american ones you get because they can be so extreme and so mm-hmm. you know kind of hitting you over the head not all of them there are some that are amazing but some that are just kind of there to there to make their presence known um yeah. I, the ones i've had here have been amazing that like from belly hill cabin or hope uh just really really good stuff so guys keep making great beer thank you yeah yeah 
I may not know the words for it, but I very much enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) That's the main thing. This year, like 2020 for Irish craft beer has been standout in my mind. Mm. I've had some really great ones Mm. during lockdown. Yeah, Maybe it's just because I can enjoy them a little bit more or there's nothing else to enjoy. So (laughs) (laughs) all that is left to us. This is all I have. Don't take it away from me. No, it is the worst. It is why I get up at stupid o'clock on Friday morning to do a long run before, and every Friday I have a standing meeting at 8.30, which no one should have, but I, you know, I have, uh, but I need to get my, like, exercise in so that when, you know, five o'clock comes around, you know, That's it's it. all good. Pizza and it's beer. And mm. We're just, yeah, we're just going for it. We put on Bake Off and just, you know, I, I both, like, watch the carbs and inhale the carbs, but it's okay because I did the thing, so fantastic so that is balance right and i don't see Absolutely. other people who don't live in my household so it's all you know it's all perfect it's all uh Ooh, okay. all counts that's an example of a not a Ooh. great pour that's some head oh, i'm still pretty though <laughs> i love the phrasing i love it she said yeah i can't exactly. get enough of it that is that's yeah, what head. she said for sure oh. <laughs> enough of the head jokes <laughs> there's never enough head jokes this podcast oh. is 18 plus <laughs> you know it <laughs> oh my gosh that's amazing <laughs> i don't know oh. why i yeah oh no go go ahead sarah uh, oh go i was gonna say who's gonna make pumpkin pie because i you know what I, yeah i made a <gasps> Ooh. I made one um a couple of months ago. When the just before Halloween, that's not a couple of months ago, it was anyway, like a week yeah, or two Yeah, time Halloween. doesn't matter. It's all the, pum- yeah. the pumpkins were there. I bought a pumpkin and I made a pumpkin pie. And it was really nice. It was a the texture was funny, but it the <laughs> texture reminded me of something that we have here called Gert Gert cake, I think. Just the texture of the of the fruity bit of the vegetable bit. Mm-hmm. it was good if i may say so myself it was i bet nice. it was amazing yeah. yeah i've never had a pumpkin pie made from scratch it's always been pumpkin puree yeah right cans oh. libby's the yeah. classic can of libby's so well i know you're an excellent company like um my my brother and my sister-in-law gave me a copy of Semin Nostrat salt fat acid heat <gasps> oh yeah i want that book so much he is totally into the um the can of pumpkin and and also i was i was trying to like crib good flavor combos off her too because she has really good like almost color wheels of flavors you can stick together and flavors from around the world and stuff now that Um, book is on but she is with you list i want that book so much i loved her show on netflix yeah wasn't it heartwarming she's like the next julia child I know. I would. I wish she's she would do so another. Like, one, but I don't think she's warm going and. To. No, I well, enjoy that. We've book. also been watching uh, Stump Sola, which is great. Oh, oh yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And she just did because um, I was thinking of her because with the with the turkey, right? With the astronaut. Oh, yes, the astronaut one. Yes, that was. It was a lot of fun. Highly, highly recommend that. I think for myself, like it is maybe too involved to like decompartmentalize dismember the whole bird and like <laughs> do the whole pan and finish in the oven and the butter basting like right to me spatchcocking is a, a huge step for oh, mankind That's <laughs> and i'm happy to stop there like, i am uh, the person who puts the turkey in the bag 
okay. to keep it moist. Okay. And just, that's, it's it's like, important. That's just what I do. Like, yeah. I just put it in that roasting bag and it mm. comes out great. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. my husband has got me on to putting strips of bacon on it. Oh, oh good. Yes. That's know. a very, I, my mom does, that's exactly what yes. she does. Yeah. yeah. Bacon makes everything say. better. So, yep. yeah. absolutely. It goes so crispy and, yeah, it's really good. Like the bacon. Now, ha- bit. Ha- has the sort of deep fat fryer turkey thing come to Ireland or is that just a mm-hmm. very American thing? Because I feel like every year now, for the maybe the past five or maybe even longer years, there's been like people injure themselves horribly <laughs> with the deep fat fryer that they have the turkey in. Yes. And they, you know, burn themselves Ooh. and you're like, and I know people who have done an amazing job with it, who are being thoughtful with it, you know, reading the instructions, doing it the right way, not getting too drunk before yeah, yeah. going out <laughs> and doing a whole turkey in or Yeah, but oh. you just drop the whole turkey in. The whole turkey in. Yeah. That must be yeah. a big ass deep fat fryer. It's, they're yeah. they're big. They're big. Yeah, and you I can see like how they're, you know, just fraught with danger because Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There, um, was a, there was a show have you guys ever seen the british show i used to be obsessed with it years ago uh come dine with me oh i remember yeah. it yeah yeah, there yeah. i was, remember it but i didn't really watch it i don't know if it, this was the one time it's, it's british but then they did it a couple years in ireland and i don't remember if it was here in ireland or if it was in the uk but either way they had a canadian guy on and he it wasn't thanksgiving but he did a Thanksgiving dinner and he deep fat fried a turkey just like that. And I, I guess I think it was, let me just say it was the British one. And all of these English people, like their minds were like, <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> and even for me, I've never seen that before. I was like, that's kind of like, you went deep on the, the um, stereotypes, man. <laughs> right, right. Although, you know, who does it well is uh, my, my, my buddy Lou Bryce and whiskey writer. He's amazing. He does it every year without uh, injuring himself or others. So it, it can be done. He's the one I watch for. But uh, yeah, other people, you know, people will get a notion and go out and buy the fryer and then just, you know, the, the trip to, you know, any effectively. Yeah. Well, yeah. Public service announcement. Don't throw water on a grease fire. Oh, oh no. yeah. No. no. And it's, it's like fireworks for Halloween here where you're, you know what's going to happen. Like it's going to be, you yeah. know there's going to be an issue and yet there you go but and, and it's it, i think it's because you, you don't get like the public service announcements because it's like I, I guess because it tends to be like middle-aged dads who get an idea and go off and do the thing and then it goes wrong <laughs> are they having like a midlife crisis like you know what i need to do to like satisfy myself and like fry the hell out of a turkey i think it's that or like a smoker like because i've had friends who have gotten like way into it and have gone and like got a smoker for their back garden and are smoking meat for weeks or months or however long which you know if you've got the room and time you know can't prove that message though go for it i would totally buy a smoker like if that meant i had like some excellent meat all the time right right i know i mean again if you've got the time in the room and you're not gonna like burn down you know your neighborhood all all good but yeah I don't know and I, I guess that's like the other thing about about sort of Thanksgiving is people will get sort of competitive and next level with it to a certain extent um but but then sometimes it can go horribly wrong and you know how do you just like dial it back and be like you know what we can all just chill out and have a beer and it's good enough you know but I wonder too like I feel like I used to find more kind of um sort of harvest beers like kind of that would come in between your october fests and kind of your your pumpkin beers and i've not seen as many in ireland so i don't know if it's just 
a very American thing or even if it's a Canadian thing? Because I've seen some in Canada as well, but fewer here. And I wonder if that's kind of a like a oh, maybe even more of a West Coast thing. I don't know. Yeah. I, can't, I, I don't I can't think it's you. a thing here, really. Not yeah. that I've seen anyway. Yeah, I was in the shop earlier looking, picking out my beers for this. And I was just like, it kind of went from, you know, light summery kind of beers straight into stouts and porters. Yeah. And I was trying to find something in the middle. I was looking for something spicy. But I, I don't know if my shop just didn't have it or I wasn't seeing it. But I was kind of thinking about what I would see in the grocery stores or the, yeah, the grocery stores back home right now. And I just know that there would be a, like absolute swathe of like, autumnal spicy yeah. brown beers and amber ales and i don't know yeah. just all the all the different flavors that you would see there'd be so much more selection and i, I that's what i miss from yeah i feel like there'd I'm... be more hoppy browns and more hoppy porters than than you yeah. see um which 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 can be lovely and in fact although even i i wonder if they've kind of fallen out of favor there too to a certain extent with all the the sort of hazy ipas everywhere because i know like one of my favorites um the uh there's this there's amazing porter um made by trogues in, in pennsylvania that they only make uh for halloween and sort of thanksgiving it's called dead reckoning it's a hoppy porter but now it's like a brew pub only thing they used to distribute it statewide and now it's just like this little seasonal thing that's only local and i'm like i wonder did taste change because i i looked forward to that beer of year it was amazing and now you can't get it unless you're kind of in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And I'm like, well, mm. that doesn't help me. But I, I do wonder, have tastes change? And so there's so much kind of just haze boys or just, um, I, I don't know if people have been like watching on beer Instagram or beer Twitter. It's been like, look at my beer that looks like slime. And you're like, really? Are we doing this? Like, <laughs> yeah. And so for me on my beer Instagram, I hate saying Instagram. it. Like, I, read it but I feel like a dick when I say beer Instagram. But like my beer Instagram is like, a lot of it is very pastry oriented or food yeah. oriented and it's a it's a beer that basically matches the food that you're eating and i'm like i don't want that like a don't like i had a friend of mine who posted it like something i can't remember it was a donut kind of based beer oh. i'm like that's the worst thing i can imagine i don't like donuts and i just it's so much sweetness and yeah i want more of i want, when i have a beer i want to feel like i'm drinking a beer not drinking yeah. a pastry but I, I think that for the breweries that I follow at home online, a lot of that is what they're doing for the last year, at least. Yeah, it, it's candy. it's definitely the past couple of years. Yeah, it's like, uh. and although I do kind of hope eventually maybe as, as the industry gets bigger, we hear we may see more fresh hop beers like Valley Kill Cabin has a fresh hop beer. And that is gorgeous because I think that's another nice sort of autumnal tradition but it, it's very much just was kind of a pacific northwest one because that's where they grow them and so that's when you harvest them and you can just get them right into your beer and there are some amazing ones that then there are some too that again kind of go beyond you know that sort of just being lovely and you're like look at all the hops we put in our beer it's extreme and you're like guys it could have been amazing and you just made it like <laughs> kind of gross but uh yeah, but that that would be nice. I do really really like it. If you got if you have a chance, pick up the uh, the Bally Kilcavan Fresh Hop one this year. It's lovely, just mm. really nice kind of um, floral hops. Really really good. Okie dokie, smoky. Can I go on a bit of a tangent and hopefully yes. come back around to? Of course, we love tangents. <laughs> to a bit of a, an audience poll. 
and by audience, I mean a co-host poll. Because <laughs> I'm with you guys right now. And, and then audience will just have to do the poll in their own heads and maybe, yes. maybe into the email and the Twitter and the, the beerstagram. But um, so uh, where, where to start? So I mean, Nasrat really has got her recipe for the, the tinned pumpkin. Um, I have a great recipe, I think, from Joy of Baking for a fresh or canned pumpkin. Doesn't matter. That was the one I, I used, would... I think, that you said. Oh, okay. I think yeah, it's yeah, a great yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, and it's good, got yeah. the, the baked, so the pie crust. Mm. And a little tip for that is that if you dose it with a little bit of vodka, you okay. get a, a flakier, maybe a little bit drier crust because the vodka will that. escape, leaving you with like less oh. water in the crust oh, overall. I have heard that before. I think you can probably be a test kitchen that for a little... <laughs> a little um, on camera uh you know moral support um <laughs> so that that recipe comes with a little pecan cookie crumb layer oh, as well that sounds good. and so i was wondering if if the, uh, the the so here's the poll right it's it's kind of a shout out to um lisa you were talking about spinnakers in yes. in vancouver island in, in victoria bc and also a shout out to like Erica's project with the spent grain. And I wondered what you guys would think of like a spent grain pecan crust oh, gosh, on the bottom of a, of a yeah. pumpkin pie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Here for this. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that sounds Ooh. really interesting. I'll try it. We're all going to beans for dessert then. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And look, I even, I even have a pumpkin. <laughs> from Jenny McNally of McNally Family Farms in North oh, County Dublin. Lovely. This whole what? pumpkin and you know what? a fiber. It's and it's, funny, it's um, a beautiful one. It's a it crown is nice. Ooh, I, I I get very into sort of uh, pumpkin varietals. Like my again, my, my what my husband's family does for uh, both sort of Thanksgiving and Christmas is they get all their seed catalogs and they start looking through them and decide what they're going to grow next year so it's kind of weird to not be doing that but uh mm. yeah because when we move we're still not going to have a big garden by, by any means but that's oh that's interesting and I, I do love a pecan pie I'm not generally a big kind of dessert pie person for the most part but a pecan pie yeah. or the other oh, one I like huh. is derby pie but th- those I, mm. it's got to have What's that a derby pie well a derby pie I think is technically trademarked but uh <laughs> you can get it at uh, at Churchill Downs if you go to the museum if you're there at the track and I think there's a hotel you can get it from in Louisville, but it's it's similar to a pecan pie, but it's a little more chocolatey, or it's also similar to a chess pie, where it's very chocolatey, but also kind of nutty, uh, you know, very, very Southern, certainly, but, um, and I'm sure it's got a ton of molasses or something as well, oh, but yum. it's a lot of sugar. Very, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> lots lot of, of sugar. sugar, lots of chocolate, just good, mm-hmm. good stuff. Although I, I like a pecan pie, I love the nuttiness. That sounds good. That gives a bit of a... Mm. Like even though it's sweet, it's a. You feel like oh, this has nuts. That's good for me. So it's uh, a yeah. little better. I would say for Thanksgiving, I actually am not a pumpkin pie fan. It's okay. I'll have a slice. If you're gonna force it on me. I'm not gonna say no. But <laughs> I'm just not a pumpkin pie person. I would rather have a pecan pie. Um, 
I actually don't even know how to say pecan. Pecan, pecan. See, it I say it two ways. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's interchangeable. Pecan. 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 Pie. pecan. Um, or apple pie, I really like. I just, I'm not a, I like pies. I don't know. I'm just not a pumpkin pie person. That is fair. So it's kind of wasted for me on Thanksgiving. I like pumpkin, like snickerdoodles or other pumpkin things. That, yeah, no, I'm, I'm the same. I like other things with pumpkin like that. Yeah, pumpkin snickerdoodles are really good. Or, or certainly the pumpkin seeds I love, but the pumpkin pie is not my not my thing. But no. um, it's not the crust. I like the crust. Yeah, no, I'm just, I usually just go straight for the crust. I'm like, you can have the pumpkin pie. <laughs> I actually really like the feeling now that I'm onto from fresh. with the, Because I think the you can try the varieties of pumpkins yeah. so you can get the little orange like um i can't actually even say the name i can almost see it in my head uchiki curry <laughs> the little orange sugar pumpkins oh, okay i don't um yeah, there's a few there's a few of these different ones and the the nice gray skinned pumpkins or even like a hubbard one i like that now that I've discovered this and then I I tried um sun-dried tomato with the pumpkin and like some rainbow chard and spinach and kale like if you were gonna take it off the rails this year and if you could find yourself a a nice farmer's market pumpkin or even just like a butternut squash should be pretty ubiquitous I like butternut squash Mm. yeah like you might just even chop and change with the flavors and look up a few things and you know have that with a western herd wheat beer or something kind of <laughs> hazy and similar um but i'm i'm so into these pumpkins and i i was uh i was also really excited by that idea of spent grains such yeah. a good idea yeah i, I really know, like that you idea. Have, like spent grain snickerdoodles yeah. and mm-hmm. we're gonna have to have erica back on and oh yeah. absolutely <laughs> i bet you could I, again i like this idea of going savory with it i bet you could make some amazing crackers or like flatbreads or something that could be really nice that would be good mm. I'd yeah, be yeah. That. like spicy cheese crackers yeah. or something oh yeah i love that and there's, there's so, much, so much you could do with it yeah oh that would be and it'd be partly digested well we're just going to have to have part two aren't we yeah Yeah, (laughs) really like we've had ideas are they (laughs) are these gonna work (laughs) like back to the test kitchen yes tell us with science (laughs) and can you dehydrate them for space Yes. <laughs> we should you know how they have the America's test kitchen, which I love the America's test just test kitchen, but we should have like the beer ladies test kitchen where we like pull our <gasps> ideas and be like, let's try and see what we can make with this. <laughs> Best of that bridge. is a good idea. Best of that bridge be the next generation. <laughs> oh, like we could we could, you know, beforehand share a recipe mm. and we we cook it individually and you know, taste Thank it. You. But then you know. Yeah. See how it went. See who had yeah. what disaster. Yeah. And who yeah. who hacked a solution? Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'd have to have a guest on. I'd have to have my 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 husband on because he does all of the things in the kitchen. I just break things. So <laughs> all I really want to do is go in and put the kettle on. That's that's as far as I go. I'm really good at the kettle too. <laughs> it's a special skill. I can dunk. Is there water in? Shoot. 
<laughs> no, ours is difficult because it's dual temperature. So I need to know what kind of tea we're making. So, you know, there's oh. thoughts gone into it. It's oh, not, yeah, just, yeah. you know, not just, not just that. Yeah. 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 The complicated just, kettle. Exactly. Hitting the switch yeah. before it really reaches the full boil. I mm. do a lot of that. Yes. Especially if I've had my green tea in the morning, I kind of stop it early, but. I have to say, I think um, the, the technical department here at Bean Industries is much better <laughs> at deciding on a recipe, following the recipe, and making a really good the recipe. And then I'm the, well, do we have it? Well, then let's put it in the one pot wonder. Michael is very much um, my, he, he has to have a recipe and he, he can cook well, but he has to have a recipe. He has to have time. He has to prepare and get everything sorted. And, and he doesn't like any of these measurements of teaspoons and <laughs> yeah. oh, it drives him crazy. Yeah. Whereas I just shook everything in and, you know, yeah. does it need a little more salt? Well, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just check it in. Yeah. But he can't cope with that. Cause if I ask him to make something, then I, I don't know how much how much salt I put in. I don't. I just it, yeah. just until it looks right, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do you guys know a, a guy Dan Pashman with the Sporkful podcast? Oh, I don't know that one, but it sounds um, good. I I'm sure you'll like it. I I was looking for this this one kind of turkey turkey day centric episode, and I cannot find it. So if anyone can find it, then please <laughs> send it because I would love to listen to it again. Um, but his guest, Dan Pashman's guest was very zen and he was talking about trying to construct the perfect bite. And again, maybe a little poll if, if you guys have ever tried to construct, like even as children, maybe the perfect bite, like, you know, you'd save yep. a little, a bit, little of, bit of everything. Yeah, yeah like, like it's a the right bit of amount like... of green bean casserole with the crunchy onions a little bit of mashed potatoes you got to dip it in the gravy but you also need i don't like turkey well you can have a little bit of turkey there but i would have like honey baked ham a little bit of ham put it all in one fork you dip it and you got a little bread with butter and you're like that's it <laughs> oh wait cranberries i forgot the cranberries <laughs> oh no <laughs> I would spend ages actually trying to engineer the perfect bite. So that was a real like actual memory for me. <laughs> but I, I still remember, and I swear that this was a real episode. There was, because there's this sound bite about a string bean that you did not anticipate coming <laughs> together for this just spontaneous, the perfect bite, which you weren't actually trying for, but for whatever it just reason, happened. it just happens. And you're like, this is the moment that I was trying to make, and now it's. <laughs> oh. So and I forgot to appreciate the, it. The no, perfect was, bite. That reminds, like you know, and it's kind of like when you think about Thanksgiving leftovers, and you have everything, and then yeah. like the Thanksgiving presentation is so nice and beautiful, and it's there, but then the leftovers are like everything on a plate. You fuck it on a plate, and you put it in the microwave, <laughs> and you microwave it, and then you're just eating it, and you're like doesn't make any sense but it works <laughs> and then people start making like thanksgiving sandwiches with everything on there i love that yeah and, and it reminds me 
like at Lidl, you know how Lidl here, they have like their American stuff. I guess this isn't the American thing, but they come out with a special pizza, um, a deluxe pizza every winter. And it's like, it's basically Thanksgiving on a pizza, like oh gosh, Brussels sprouts and like turkey and cranberries. Oh. And I don't know, it's a bunch of random stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. that's so disgusting. But also, <laughs> but also, maybe this it's, might work it's true it's so true that actually my favorite part was after it was the, the leftovers the day after that was the mm. best yeah. part yeah I love that like the, the stuffing had really settled. melded yeah. and like yeah. the turkey had kind of sat in its juices yeah. And, yeah. and settled down and also all the hullabaloo from the day before you know was over and oh leftover always- day I'd always get so mad when my dad ate all the stuffing and he didn't leave any for me. And I'm like, damn it, dad, that's my favorite part. Me too. The thing about dads is they take such big bites. Yeah. I'm just like, but how do you fit it in you? I don't know. But it really is the day after is really when the food, like the flavors come together Mm. and you're just like, this Mm. is what Thanksgiving is about. It's not Thanksgiving. It's the day after. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's much more low stress. You're just hanging out, recovering. You know, mm. it's all fine. And maybe you've gone for a run you're, or not. You don't have to. But if you have, like, it's fun and everyone's just out there to enjoy, not to, like, try to get a PR or something. No, you're just out to. And you might even be in a costume. You you might literally be dressed as a reindeer. Like, it's all good. It's, you know. <laughs> <it's fine. laughs> At least on the West Coast. <laughs> it happens. I, I, I will say, I, I've never run as a reindeer I've been Loki. I've been Joy from uh, Inside Out. I've done a oh, lot um, of costume races, but uh, I've been last place. Hey, so. hey, uh, <laughs> I've been passed by my old boss, who was like thirty years older than me. So. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I I, I always feel well, like I've I've done something if I like see like maybe like a ten or eleven year old kid in front of me, and I'm like, no way. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> no, no, it's not happening. I'll you know it's bad though like when you do like a five or 10k I don't know what it, this is years ago but you know you start out running and then you're like oh, I can't do this so you start walking <laughs> really fast and then you see the the finish line off in the distance and you're like I'm at least gonna run past yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, and they're not like wow that's pathetic oh my gosh although I, I will say once and this, this I think this was a Thanksgiving race no i think it was because this was a run disney one i think we were there for thanksgiving it was right after um the the avengers or you know it was um no it was it was the other thor movie the second thor movie had come out and there was someone in the full like kate blanchett costume like literally a week after it had come out doing the half marathon with like arm stuff like head to toe i was like that's some work like i'm i'm just here to like you know, run the 10k or the half marathon and then drink a lot of beer after, but like, you look amazing. Like I fair play. So I'm always here for people who like bring it. It's, uh, it's super cool, but I do not have that skill at costume making or am I that, nor am I that fast. So. <laughs> so thanks for uh, coming. That's it for this week. And um, don't forget, you can catch us on YouTube. We're also um on social media on facebook and instagram and also twitter um thanks for listening see you next time thanks. bye you guys bye, bye.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.